Welcome back to another episode of Chips and Hips. My name is Todd Nisloni. I'm one of your co-hosts here. And I am Ross Braun. It's good to see you, Todd. It's good to be with everybody out there in podcast land. Um, we are busy guys. You know it. Lord, back in the saddle, finally recording another episode. We've been trying to make this happen and finally got to it. <laughs> exactly. So we'll get to it in a minute, but I think it's going to lead us into our topic for the night. So, okay, but before we get into our topic for the night, we got to talk about a chip or a dip. And I have one to share with you that I know you haven't tried because it is a Texas brand. Um, and I don't think it's national yet. So we have a grocery store chain here in Texas called HEB which is like the cream of the crop for grocery stores. All of us are obsessed with it. Um, but I was looking at some dips and there was a bean and hatch chili dip. Um, and mm. it's not like the Frito-Lay bean dip where it's like congealed. It's just like a regular salsa type consistency, but it is so good. Um, and so oh, wow, I'm that does sound good. on that this week, but it's been amazing. Okay. It's it by sounds- Austin Chili Company. Austin, okay, that is that is pure Texas. That's right, that's and right. Definitely so, not. What are you munching on lately? I'll tell you what, I'm going to switch it up tonight. You know, usually I go with um, the the salsas. Um, I, I, there is a French onion dip, and I don't know. This could be a an Indiana, could be a mid- Midwest thing. It could be a national thing. I don't know. It's called Riggins French Onion Dip, and it's good. And it's not something I eat all the time. But sometimes I'm just like, all right, we got to get some at the grocery tonight because I need some some riggins. You know, oh it goes great here with like a sloppy Joe sandwich uh, or maybe oh even just a gosh. cheeseburger in the summer. And uh, so having with some just classic like wavy Lay's potato chips and watch out. My daughter, my youngest, Evie, she will eat them with veggie straws like ah. it's just candy all day long. No, she'll eat the whole tub of, of Riggins <laughs> French it. onion dip. So shout out to Riggins for for producing a quality French onion dip. I love it. Well, we could talk about snacks all day long, Ross, but what's our topic Good. today? What are we going to talk right. about? All right. So we talked, you know, just how busy we both are. And, you know, it's difficult just to have 30, 40 minutes to sit down and, and talk and do this. Um, and so I think tonight's topic is going to be all about balance. How do we balance our professional lives uh, with our personal lives for both family guys, how do we, you know, make carve out that time and make sure we're being the best husbands and, and fathers that we can possibly do? So I thought tonight we could just simply share some some tips. It's it's in you know the title of this podcast. So let's share some tips with the people on on how we both do this. So I need to preface some things though before we dive in here, and that I suck at balance. So I just want to make that up front. Like I've gotten much better than I used to be, um, but it still is not something I have perfected. So I do not view myself as an expert by any means in this. And I just, I just want to say that up front. Yeah. But I will say, you know, one of the biggest things that has been a game changer for me is knowing that by prioritizing yourself, you're not being selfish. Um, and that. I think as, as educators, especially, we both come from the education background mm-hmm. that you're, that's like ingrained in you to give of yourself, to mm-hmm. give of yourself to your students, to their families, to the job. Like that's, that's what you're supposed to do. Your heart's in it. 
Um, and we convince ourselves that we have to run ourselves ragged to be what everybody else needs us to be without ever remembering that if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of anybody else. And like that. that's a hard lesson to learn. I mean, it's one thing to say, put yourself first, but it's another to actually do it. Mm -hmm. It's hard. It is hard. So hard. And I will ditto what you said. You know, this is something that I'm working on every single day. Um, and if you would have asked me four or five years ago, um, I would have said I'm terrible at this. And so would my wife um, and those, you know, <laughs> around me close to my circle that, you know, I was just, I was dead giving everything that I had to the profession. And when I, you know, got home, there's nothing left of me to give to everybody else. And so um, thanks to, to my wife and, and those, you know, they're really close to me that have helped me with this on this journey. And then thanks to, we always talk about, you know, this, huge support system that I have um, that, and that, through social media. You know, we look at, shout out to Jessica Cabine, who is the queen of balance, um, <laughs> is, you know, writes books about this thing. You know, I have read her stuff and used her so much in, in my journey. And thanks to her, I can say I'm, I'm better at this today and, and continue to grow. And so, uh, one of the things that I have really tried to focus on, and I'm going to start big like you did here, Todd. Um, one of the things that I have really tried to focus on in the past two years um, is being present. Mm. It is so, I think, easy for us as humans in living in 2023 to be consumed with everything that's around us, to be yeah. consumed in social media and in the, our phones and yeah, we may be spending time with our kids and, and hanging out, you know, but are we truly present? Yeah. Um, for me, like when we go on vacations and we do things sometimes, I'm like, I don't have a single picture from that. But I'm old school. I'm like, but I got it up here. It's <laughs> in my head. I'm going to have these memories that I can take with me because I was, I was zoned in. I was locked in. I was present. I want to, you know, when my kids speak, I want to listen to them. Yeah, I don't want to give them the head nod. Yeah, go ahead and do it because I partially listened. I want them to know that, you know, I'm I'm all in for them. And so and that's starts at home, obviously starts with the, our family unit. Um, but I've tried to incorporate that even into my profession. Mm -hmm. Like if I've got a student that is in um, my office, like I, I I'm, I'm all in, I'm in their conversation and they may be going on and telling me that story over and over, over, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. never ending, but you know what? I'm going to give them this three minutes and make them feel like a somebody. And so, um, so for me, just that, that being present in the moment. Well, you know, I think also something that's really good when it comes to balance too is, is finding something that you love that has nothing to do with the career that you chose Yeah. <laughs> and, and spending time doing that. So I got to know, Ross, what is something that you love to do that has nothing to do with education? I think I already know the answer, but for those listening. Oh, okay. On the daily, like at least on the daily, months. on weekends, what, okay. what do you do to kind of keep yourself sane? Okay. Um, Good. On the three times a week, I like to work out. It's something that I can put in my AirPods, you know, go to the gym. Luckily, you know, the school that I work at has a really nice uh, weight room for, I think it's more for our football team, but uh, I use it, you know, three <laughs> times a week. Um, and so I'm usually there by myself and I can just get a sweat in, uh, you know, get everything off my mind and, and 
that's that's how I do it on the daily. Um, we obviously, if you follow me on social media or anything, uh, we we love to to be on the water uh, as much as we possibly can. So we spend our, our summers down at Lake Cumberland in Kentucky, um, and we just love to to get away. And when we're away, our minds are off work and school um, and, you know, everything that's that's going wrong in the world. And we can just, again, be present and, and have fun as a family. And we have friends that come down, extended family that come down there and, and just enjoy each other. What about you? So mine is not as exciting. Um, <laughs> I love to just veg out in front of the TV um, as one of the things. So, um, so we... I have a variety of shows that we rotate through, my wife and I. And so the boys go down at 7.30 every night and we go for a little walk around the community. And then it's like, we just go and veg. Just because so much brain power is exerted during the day. It's like, I need that zone out time. Um, but we also love to travel. Um, and so being able to hop on a plane or drive to a nearby city. Um, I'm lucky that a lot of the work that I'm doing right now is remote. So I can take my laptop with me and work late and work at weird hours um, that may not be in the, in the normal eight to five, but I can get some time in from 10 to 11 PM or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and so it allows me just to kind of go with the family and just and do some things with them. And I love also just going to the park. Like I could go to the park every single day with my kids and that would be so much fun. Yeah, that's good. I remember, so when we roomed together at the Tepsic conference in Austin, I remember that night you were like, all right, what do you want to watch? And you just start like <laughs> rambling off all these shows that you uh, had watched. I'm like, oh, I've got about three shows that that, that <laughs> you know, I it's funny do. because people always joke about this stuff, and and there are many nights I barely make it through two shows because I'm so exhausted and, mm-hmm. and I just want to go to sleep. Um, but I mean, it's just it's my favorite way to veg out. Is I just yeah. like to watch something that. I do not have to pay super close attention to. So find me a really trashy reality show or some <laughs> crime thing or something yeah. like that. And and I, I'm good to go. That's great. I love that. Um, okay. One more for me that I wish I did more of um, is read. You mm-hmm. know, I think the same idea of watching, you know, shows mm-hmm. is to fall into a, a good book and, and totally just get into that book and into another world. And obviously literacy is something that you and I are pretty passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that can be really difficult to find time yeah. in the day. Um, sometimes, like you said, you know, at the end of the day, you're so exhausted. It can be difficult to hold your eyes open. Yeah. Uh, so one thing I've actually tried to do um, is like just find some time. Maybe it's when I sit down for a lunch at school, um, grabbing a book and, and reading a chapter. And it just kind of helps me reset my mind and, and refocus for the day. If it's been a crazy morning, um, just doing that. And whether it's a personal book that I'm reading or, you know, some type of PD book that we're, we're always looking to get better in, it just gives me time to, to reset for the day. So Now, I know your commute is only like a minute and a half. <laughs> from your house to your school, but I've always had a commute no matter where I've worked. And that audiobooks has been one of the best thing ever for me. And, you know, I've got ADHD and I, it's funny because I cannot focus on an audiobook unless I'm driving. If I'm driving, I can focus all day long and it, it helps the time pass. But if I'm like walking, listening to one, sitting on an <laughs> airplane, doing something to the house, like I cannot focus on it at all. And so um, that has been really good for me because I'm in my car a lot um, for stuff. And so being able to catch up on books, that's that's how I get all the reading and I get now is, is just listening to them on audio. 
It's something I've never done. I'm going to try really? it. I'm going to try it. I've never done an audio book. I'm an Audible subscriber, so I get my credit every month that I download a new book <laughs> every month with and then try to make my way through it. Cool. I like that. Um, all right. Here's here's another um, pro tip here. Like I said, I'm not a pro yet, but if I was a pro, maybe. Uh, pro tip is this was a game changer for me. Shutting off my email notifications uh, on my phone. I used to be glued to it every time my phone went off. Yeah. Um, and e that was an email, you know, I would check it and read it. Um, and as a school principal, those emails are always not always good emails, no, nice emails, no. friendly emails. Um, and gosh, it would ruin my day sometimes mm -hmm. or ruin my Saturday or Sunday. Yep. That those are your days. Those are not contracted days in <laughs> in your contract. Um, and it would totally just put a dark cloud on my weekend. And going back to where I started, that was time where I should have been present with my family. And I would allow one email to just totally throw that off. And I would be, you know, not a not a happy person for a while for the whole day. And uh, so um if there is an emergency, if our school is on fire, if there is an alarm going off, um, if a teacher is having a personal emergency on a Sunday, they have my cell phone number and right. they can call and text. And they know that, that I will answer every time they call. I will answer that text for them, you know, in those situations. But um, unless it's an emergency, an email can wait. Yeah. Um, so that is so interesting to know, though, Ross. You know, I, I'm hearing you talk about these things, and, and I'm thinking about this balance and stuff. And I wonder for you, how do you know when you're unbalanced? How do you know when things aren't going, they're not mm. leveled out? That is a great, a great question. So, like physically, for me, this is this is crazy. This for physically for me, I can feel my body tense up. Mm -hmm. I my ears get really red <laughs> and right behind my ears burn literally really burn. and I can feel it that's that's time that I I need to do something because I am stressed too stressed um, I am out of balance and I'm not good at whatever I'm doing in that moment and so that's when I try to go into my toolbox mm -hmm. you know and pull out something um, that that will help me regulate and, and get back to where I need to be. Um, so, and, and I think too, you know, I'm very thankful obviously for my wife. I talk about a lot, like she keeps me in check. She, she tells me like, you got to fix this. Uh, <laughs> uh, my assistant principal, Mandy, um, she's definitely my work mom. Mm -hmm. um, she will keep me in check too and, and let me know. Um, or she'll like, what's wrong? What's going on? Yeah. And, and let's, let's talk, let's figure this out. And so, you know, thankful for them, thankful for you, you know, you do a great job of, of just checking in on me. Um, and really not just checking in, but like, I know that I can tell you. And, and so I would, that would be another tip that I would have for people is just to have, have your people literally. Um, well, and I think you make a great point there because as I think about my own unbalance and stuff, I think, Part of it is I think sometimes I know 
And sometimes people in my life have to tell me, and you know, I talk about this often, but it's, you have to have those people in your life who will be that honest for you, but you know that it comes from a place of love. And so, because you know that, and you know that their, their ultimate interests are your heart and then you, um, they can lay it out for you. Like you said, and say, Hey, things aren't going right. This, this isn't how it should be. Um, and so I think making sure those people are in your life, um, and then asking for feedback from them, like, being in that moment saying, you know, what is one thing that uh, I could be doing better right now? Or what is one way that, that you see me unbalanced that you would think about things? And so mm-hmm. I think those things help me be aware sometimes when I'm not aware on my own that things are out of balance for sure. That's good. It's good. You got another pro tip for us? I got, I got another one. You know, I think when, when it comes to this, I would say there's no right or wrong way to be balanced. Um, I think sometimes we send this message like if you don't spend every single weekend doing A, B, and C, you're going to burn out. And it's like, well, we're all different. And so I think it really is understanding what works for you. And in the end, if you are happy, if you are in a good place, then do what you want to do. Do it how you're doing it. You don't have to let somebody else feel like they're doing it better. Um, and I think we're, we're always in that comparison mode of, oh my gosh, they're just so good the way they balance, they do this, this, and this. And I've really had to understand, like, some of those people may just do stuff that I'm never going to do. Like, I am never going to make a to-do list. That's not me. To-do list stress me out. I understand that for some people, that helps them stay balanced. And every day, every morning, I make one. You know that. And, and I, I can't handle that. Like, that gives me so much anxiety because all I see is what I haven't done yet. Or what is, and so for me, it's just, I live by my calendar. That's one way that I stay balanced is everything goes on my calendar. Like even if I have a five minute phone call that I know I need to make, it goes on the calendar. Because for me, that makes me make sure I can put it all within the workday. And then if it doesn't fit in the workday, I can put it on the next workday. <laughs> so I guess in a way that's like a checklist. But my point is that um, we can all do things differently and yeah. still find our own way to be balanced. I love that. You know, I mentioned a toolkit, like, my toolkit looks like this and someone else's toolkit may be a lot bigger and they need yeah. to go into that. Or some people may have a, just a, a little fanny pack as a toolkit. That's all they, they need is to, <laughs> to grab a couple things out of there. So, you know, another thing that, you know, I want to hit on too, like we're talking about this and obviously you and I come from education backgrounds, um, but this is for everybody. You know, um, you may have just released a new book um about leadership and you know building leaders in all walks of life everyone is a leader and that is so so true and this world needs more leaders Mm -hmm. um i don't want to get too big into politics or world happenings but i think it's easy for anyone to look at the state of our world of our country and say we need stronger leaders across the board in our homes, in our communities, our country, we need people that are going to stick up and 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 lead from an authentic point of view um, and do things the right way. And so, this balance thing is for everybody. Yeah. Whether you are in education, whether you in, are in corporate America, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, <laughs> you or stay-at-home dad, or stay-at-home dad, you need to to have. Um, the ability to to keep yourself in balance. So one of the um, last things that I'll share that I got and picked up from 
the great John Gordon, who um, I just have used so much in, in my, my life over the past two years, is uh, a gratitude walk. Mm. So every morning, um, and I do this at school, um, I will uh, greet the kids when they get off the bus, uh, every single kid, give them a high five, handshake, at least acknowledge them by their first name. And then um, I come in and I just take a whole lap around the building. And again, I continue to talk to students and teachers and the cafeteria ladies and the janitor. And, and um, I, I just want to be thankful for where I'm at and for what I'm doing and the, the impact that I um, am able to make and the gift I've been given every single day to be what I'm doing. And it starts my day the right way every single day. And I like I said, I, I don't go looking for problems. Um, and, and I think most people at this point, they know that I don't want to hear their problems <laughs> during that time in the mornings. Um, I simply want to just continue to build relationships and, and be thankful um, for where I'm at and what I get to do. So um, I would recommend that the gratitude walk, you know, you can be um, around your neighborhood before you head to work. It can be, um, once you get to work, it can be in the parking lot <laughs> at work, um, on the weekends, it can be in at the park in your neighborhood, wherever, but, uh, I encourage everybody to, to do that. And it can just be for a minute. It doesn't have to be a, a one mile <laughs> gratitude walk. Uh, you know, it can just be for 60 seconds, but take some time to, to really give back and, and be thankful for what you're doing and, and where you're at in your life. Man, I could not think of a better way to end this episode than <laughs> leaving people on that because I think, you know, we can do a gratitude walk at our home, in our neighborhood, around our bedroom, yeah. <laughs> wherever we work. Like, there's so many ways. And, you know, what I remember as well is just the research behind gratitude. And when you spend that time and that moment, just how much it improves your mood um, and how it can improve others when you pour gratitude into them, too. So I think it's such a powerful thing to end on. Um, so hopefully today, as those have, li have been listening to this conversation, there's been one good takeaway for them to remain balanced or find some balance or be inspired to go and seek out some advice from others. Um, like Ross and I said, we're, we're, we're not the experts in this. We don't always balance well, but we are always working at it. Um, and you did mention it. Jessica Cabine has a new book coming out called Principle in Balance um, that's coming out in April. Um, it is up for pre-order now, so you can definitely check that out if you're looking for some more balance ideas. She is brilliant in that area. But, man, we made it through another hey, episode. Hey, hey, stop, stop, stop. Todd, your book just released Saturday. Stop what you're doing right now, and come on, let's hear a little plug. Tell us where we can find the book. Tell us a little bit about it. So my new book co-authored with Tyler Cook was called, is called Building Authenticity, A Blueprint for the Leader Inside You. Um, and it's a book written with the whole mindset of within every one of us is a leader, whether that means we lead at work, we lead at home, or we lead in our friendship circles. And uh, I'm, I'm such of the, a firm believer that we always have room to grow. And we always can do things that make us get better at who we are, because who we are is how we lead. And so this is just a book that gives you lots of ideas and resources to grow your own leadership skills, um, whether whatever role you have in life. This is not a book for educators. It is a book for anybody because all of us are leaders. And so it's on Amazon now. I love it. And my copy should be here any single day. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited. I'll probably read it 
all in one day Oh God! <laughs> because I'm not going to be able to put it down, but I'm proud of you. Proud to, to, uh, to call you a friend. Same thing with Tyler, incredible stuff. Um, so you guys are brilliant. I'm, I'm just excited that you're sharing your brilliance with the world. So, well, I appreciate it. And Ross and I thank all of you guys for listening to another mm-hmm. episode and you can join us here soon. Hopefully we'll record the next episode a lot sooner than we have this. Absolutely. One. Um, Thanks everybody. Don't forget, believe in yourself.